0: Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. You'll hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and writers that cover the NFL on a daily basis. The New Orleans Saints podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers.
1: Welcome to the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Aaron Summers. It is going to be an interesting week for the New Orleans Saints as they head to Cleveland on Saturday. It's supposed to be a lot of weather in the area. The team has opted to fly to Cleveland right after practice on Thursday, as there's gonna be storms, snow on Friday. So getting in ahead of those storms, it's of course gonna have an effect on the game Saturday. That stadium there is right on the water. They get a lot of wind, a lot of weather, so it'll be interesting to see how that affects the game. Definitely going to be cold. I've seen a negative 13 as a feels-like temperature for the game Saturday. Saints do have their first practice today and tomorrow, and then, of course, after practice heading to Cleveland. first injury report came out yesterday, although it was just an estimation Wide receiver Chris Alave was listed as a non-participant with a hamstring, as was linebacker Pete Warner. Running back Dwayne Washington was out with an illness. Guard Cesar Ruiz was listed as a non-participant with a foot injury. He was later put on injury reserve later yesterday afternoon. In other roster moves, the Saints signed linebacker Ty Summers to the team's active roster from the Jacksonville Jaguars practice squad. They re-signed linebacker Nephi Sewell to the practice squad, and then they terminated the contract of linebacker Kenny Young, who was on the practice squad. Summers, who has absolutely no relation to me, was originally a seventh-round draft pick out of TCU in 2019, drafted by the Packers. We did see him over training camp when the Saints had that mutual practice with the Packers. We'll have a better idea of what players are dealing with injury-wise after today's practice and an updated injury report comes out around three o'clock this afternoon. In today's podcast, our guest is ESPN NFL Nation reporter, Jake Trotter. He covers the Cleveland Browns for ESPN, has some great insight on the team. So looking forward to the conversation with him. Jake, thank you so much for taking time this week. I know it's a busy week. The holidays are coming up, the game this weekend. How are you?
0: I'm hanging in, Aaron, getting ready for the, uh, they're calling it a cyclone bomb, whatever that is, but it doesn't sound like. Uh, the weather event you want to be in the middle of, which is what we are going to be this weekend.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it means, but I don't like it. I definitely don't. It's going to be interesting for the Saints, a team that doesn't often play outdoors and then definitely doesn't play in the cold that much. It's going to be the coldest game they've ever played in. And I assume that's going to have an effect on our team. But Cleveland, you're used to it a little bit, right? I mean, they've played outside. They understand the elements there.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are used to it. I don't think anybody is used to what we're going to see this weekend. I mean, the, the 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 temperature without the wind chill is going to be single digits. Mm-hmm. And then with the wind chill, and we're talking about like 40, 50, 60 mile per hour winds. I I, I can't imagine how cold it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like it's negative 10, negative 15, negative 20 degrees. And it doesn't matter you know, how many times you played in 30 degree weather that doesn't prepare you for, I think that type of temperature. So it's going to have an impact on everyone, but yeah, probably more so the saints because they play in a dome in the South.
1: Yeah. As far as the game goes, how do you think it will have an impact on what the Browns usually like to do?
0: Well, I mean, I think first of all, this is the lowest total for a game in the NFL since 08. Yes. So Uh, I I don't think they're going to be a lot of points scored. I think the Browns are going to try to run the ball as much as possible. Uh, That could be some quarterback run game as well, but um, they they have been a pretty good running team for much of the year. That has waned a little bit lately uh, with some injuries to the offensive line. But I think you've got to try to get the ball to Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, quarterback run game and hope for the best. Uh, I just, I can't imagine there's going to be a lot of successful completed passes in this game. So everybody's going to be running the ball, I think, a lot in this one.
1: Defensively, both of these teams, Browns 24th against the Rush, Saints 23rd. third. They're If they can get their run game going, we might hit the over. I don't know, I think it's like 30, right?
0: 32. Uh, <laughs> the 08. BOA- I was I, I don't recall this game, but the 08 Bengals Browns game sounded like a miserable place to be. Uh the Bengals won that game 14-0. Honestly, I think if anybody gets to like 17 points, you're probably gonna feel really good about your chances to win. Um yeah. I just I've seen games here before where it was super windy, but not like this cold. And the games that were windy, not even as windy as it's gonna be Saturday, but like, you know, 30, 40 mile per hour winds. I mean, those scores have been like you know, 10 to nine, seven to six. Uh, so, I mean, is you could run the ball really well, and I still think it's going to be tough uh, to put up a lot of points in this one. Sure. Uh, I, I would actually take the under, I think, if I were gambling on this game.
1: Yeah. Well, let's talk about how the Browns have evolved over the past few games with Deshaun Watson as the quarterback, starting out with Jacoby Brissett. Watson's come in. They've won two of three games with him at the helm. He finally got into the end zone again. He's got two touchdowns now through the year. How have you seen his game evolve and the team's chemistry around him?
0: Well, since he came back, the Browns are 30th in the NFL in offensive EPA. So they have not been prolific offensively. Uh, They were horrific in that game in Houston. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've scored two touchdowns since, which is not great. But Watson has been better uh, since that week 13 game. I don't think he could have been worse. Uh, you know, he's like 44 uh, in QBR, which is like in the 25, 26, 27 range of NFL quarterbacks. So uh, he's got a long ways to go to even remotely get back to the level he was at in 2020. And I think at this point, it's probably going to take at least the rest of this season uh, for him to uh, to shake off that rust. Uh, you know, there there have been some flashes for for sure, but there's also been some negative flashes, you know, some... Uh, you know, times where he's just missed guys that are wide open or thrown, uh, you know, ill-advised interceptions where you you're just where you're throwing it on that one. Uh, so it's going to continue to be a, a process. Um, you know, the Browns are remotely alive. Uh, not much. Uh, I, the Saints are, are are alive, but not by a whole lot more than the Browns are. Uh, it would take a lot of things to happen, uh, for the Browns to make it. So really, this season has become about reacclimating Deshaun Watson. Um, and I think to this point, it's been a little bit of a mixed bag.
1: Yeah. What kind of effect has that had on the rest of the team?
0: Well, um, you don't hear any, you know, negativity about it. Like, you know, we're throwing this season away, you know, just to get this one player, uh, you know, back to his, 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 the level he was at before. Um, you know, I think as long as, you know, they're two and one since he's come back, if they continue to win, I think it'll be okay. Uh, you know, if they, if they, you know, lose these next couple of games, then I, I think, it, you know, might be a little bit different uh, in how people feel, but I, I think everybody kind of realizes too, like this season is probably over. So let's just try to, you know, win as many games as we can, uh, you know, try to try to build some momentum for next year. Um, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, he's really cost them, you know, a, a spot in the playoff because they were sort of, Almost out of it when he came back anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Browns four and seven under Brissett, who was the quarterback prior. So, as you mentioned, not a winning record there, but they did have a good game against the Ravens, albeit Lamar Jackson was not the quarterback in that one. They had two takeaways, lots of good fourth down stops, they had a blocked field goal. So, the Browns show that they can be successful in different areas of the game. Um, so complimentary football seems like everybody's at least yes, trying still to win these games.
0: Yeah. It's been really strange. You know, they, through the first six week weeks of the season, they were 31st in the NFL in defense then one of the worst defenses in the league sort of inexplicably given, you know, their talent, you know, guys like miles Garrett and Ansel mm-hmm. Ward. Um, they quietly have, since week seven have been a top 10 defense and really in the last you know, month plus ha- have been a top three defense, at least according to defensive EPA. Uh, you know, they they have shown that they have the capacity to be a really good defense. It's probably going to be too little, uh, too late. But um, you know, they they are playing their best ball of the season right now. which kind of mirrors what they did last year when they they struggled early and 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 kind of got it together late again you know finished eight and nine last year it wasn't good enough and probably going to be the same uh this year but they they have the capability to dominate uh, opposing offenses especially the ones that um you know are 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 maybe not the best or struggling or you know or one-dimensional
1: well let's look at sure this game specifically (laughs) this weekend I know the weather is going to be what it is. Let's kind of put that to the side and talk about the defense, some of the players. I mean, you mentioned Miles Garrett, 13 and a half sacks that's second, third in the league and Jadavian Clowney. I know his status is a little bit up in the air, but Garrett's impact on the game. Is he the overall leader on that side of the ball?
0: Yeah, there's no question. Uh, You know, he is, number one, the NFL among edge rushers and pass rush win, win rate, despite being double teamed, uh, you know, almost more often than any other player. I think Aiden Hutchinson passed him in, in double team rate this past weekend, but um, you know, opposing offenses commit a lot of resources to stopping him and he still uh, can take over a game. Um, you know, I don't think Cloudy going to play this weekend. You know, they've got some other guys too uh, that, that didn't practice on Wednesday. Uh, I'm sorry, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, you know, John Johnson, the third, they're starting safety. Uh, and then Nick Chubb didn't practice as well, by the way. Um, you know, they they are, they're pretty slight up front outside Garrett. Um, you know, they're a team you can push around at the line of scrimmage. They've had terrible luck with, with injuries at linebacker position that was already kind of a concern before the season began. And their secondary is talented, but they have this knack of just like one or two inexplicable plays a game where like, how did that guy get 15 yards wide open? Um, they've been a little bit better at that lately, but it's been a problem for much of the year. So again they 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 have the talent to to shut people down, but uh they've also had this tendency to to have lapses um you know that being said, when when Garrett is on and he's getting after the quarterback they're they're very difficult to deal with. And you know we've seen that at times the Monday Night football game against Cincinnati uh where he's just taken over the game and everybody kind of, falls in line behind him. And, and that's the look of a top five defense, which we have seen at times this year. But again, you know, not as often as I think the Browns thought before the season began.
1: Sure. As you mentioned, there's been a lot of injuries on the defensive side for you guys. Um, injuries are are part of the game. It's something that the saints have been dealing with as well. You referenced Nick Chubb, not participating in practice yesterday. He's a difference maker. Obviously a lot of the offense goes through him. He's very good on the ground. What is the likelihood that he plays on Saturday?
0: I think it's pretty good. You know, I asked Kevin Stefanski uh, about it yesterday. You know, he said, hope so. When I asked him if Chubb was going to play, I I just, I think that it's trending in that direction, but it's not a sure thing Mm -hmm. at this point. They want to see how the foot responds, uh, you know, to maybe a light week of practice this week. Um, But again, you know, he's a big part of their future. They don't have, they have very little to play for this season. And so I think that they would err on the side of caution, but the the vibe I get is that he will play uh, this weekend, which obviously would have a significant impact on a lot of fantasy playoff uh, matchups this weekend. Um, He's, he's been a prolific fantasy producer for much of the year.
1: (laughs) I love that, that you threw that in there because obviously the players always are very adamant about, we don't care about your fantasy teams. But you're you're here for the people, Jake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that <laughs> it has a bigger impact on, on uh the bigger impact of Chubb, Chubb's uh, injury situation, I think, is uh in in fantasy playoff matchups more so than this uh Browns Saints game, which you know is is somewhat meaningless at this point. <laughs>
1: Anybody else on the offensive side that we should be looking out for? I know you got a good couple receivers there as well, but we've kind of noted that it might not be an air raid game here.
0: Yeah. I mean, Donovan Peoples Jones has really been a bright spot offensively. He's going to be a thousand yard receiver for them. Uh, you know, former six round pick out of Michigan is really slotted in nicely as the number two guy. Uh, you know, David Njoku's had a breakout year at tight end. Mm-hmm. And Amari Cooper's been, uh, like a legit number one wide receiver, a guy they really needed to to fill that role. Uh, so their their pass catchers are, are are at least their frontline ones are good. They don't have a lot of depth there. Like after those three guys, like I I, you know, who knows um, you know, who who might be able to help uh, week to week. Uh in in Kareem Hunt, you know, can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. But again, like given the weather, uh, you know, I just can't imagine that those guys maybe outside of a play here or there, Uh, are going to be consistently factoring into the game, uh, at least from a, uh, you know, direct production standpoint.
1: If you had to say, you know, keys or what this game comes down to, what would it be?
0: I would say whoever turns the ball over uh, the fewest amount of times will uh, probably have a great chance to win this game. You know, whoever deals with the elements the best um, and can get just some kind of offense going, you know, Mm -hmm. There are going to be a lot of punts in this game, but if you can get a drive or two, uh, if you can force a turnover that gives your offense a short field, uh, the team that does that, I think, is going to be the team that prevails on Saturday.
1: You know, I'm just, I'm missing Coach John Payton right now because we would be talking about cleats and shoes and spike size and all those kinds of things all week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know that it's going to matter, but uh, yeah, (laughs) you want some long cleats in this one, long spikes.
1: Well, I appreciate it. I'm going to go Radar Equipment office and see if I can find jackets and all the clothes to wear to this game. I will see you there on Saturday.
0: Yeah, sounds good, Aaron. Go get some warm clothing. You're going to need it.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us 3 times per week on neworleanssaints.com. The Saints mobile app Or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time, right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek.